the 14th letter in the olive base is the letter Nun. There are two types of Nun, a Nun Kefufa and a Nun Peshutta, a bent over Nun and a straight Nun. These are the two Nuns in the Hebrew alphabet. What is the meaning of a Nun Kefufa, a bent over Nun? And what is the meaning of a Nun Peshutta, a straight Nun? Besides the fact that the Nun sounds like the letter N, like new, or now, or no, depending what vowel you put under the letter, or on top of the letter. The nun kafufa, the bent over nun, is generally put in the beginning or the middle of the word. And the nun pashutta is always put at the end of a word, as the suffix. But to understand the difference between the bent over nun and the straight nun, we have to first understand the meaning of the letter nun. Nun, our rabbis tell us, represents the word nes. Nes is miracle. And there are two types of miracles. There's the miracle of the nun kefufa, the bent over nun, a small miracle. And then there is a big miracle like the nun pashutta that goes beyond the baseline. It goes out of the laws of nature. It's a big miracle. And both of these nuns are spelled in the letter nun. If you spell out the word or the letter nun, nun is spelled nun vav nun. The small nun, then the vav, and then the large nun. So within the word or letter nun, you have both miracles. You have the small miracle and you have the large miracle. How do we bring the miracles down into the world? We do this through the letter nun, which is neshama, through the soul. Every Jew is a chilek elikam al mamish. Every Jew is part of God himself. And every person, every Jew, also has a nachala has an inheritance of God in them. And therefore, they have the opportunity to bring the godliness and the power of God that is beyond time and space into the world, into Teva, into a place of time and space. That is the power of the Neshama, the power of every soul. And the meaning of Nes, we find in the book of Isaiah the prophet, Yeshaya Hanavi, in chapter 49, over there he says, Orim Nisi, which means, I will hoist my banner, I will lift up my banner. The word Nase means banner, a flag that can be seen from far and wide. And the flag is put up on the top of the mountain. And on top of the mountain is hoisted on top of the pole. Because a Nase is something which is beyond nature. But also the objective of a Nase is to elevate the nature as well. And seemingly, when you have a miracle, you can see God from far and wide. So if you have a doubt, if God exists, you see the splitting of the Red Sea, you see God coming down on Sinai, this is now a nace, a miracle. This is like a banner to remind you that God truly exists. The concept of the long nun represents 
the ability to bring miracle down even into the lowest levels, even into a level beyond the baseline, into the level of action or into the level of darkness, a place where nobody roams, even in that dark place like Egypt, God brought his miracles. So the long nun represents bringing the miracle from a very high place into a very, very low place. Furthermore, furthermore the word uvoisit bakun, it says in the Torah, in him shall you cleave or attach yourself. That one should attach themselves to God. The word Shidbakun has the final nun, the long nun. And the idea of the final nun also, as the Rebbe explains, means something which is constant. And it is supported from the teaching of the Talmud that it says if you see the donkey of your enemy falling under its load, you have to help it and lift it up. That's only if this happens sporadically from time to time. But if Ravtsan, if he is constantly falling under its load, then he should change the donkey. You don't have to help him lift up the donkey anymore. So the long nun represents something which is constant. That one is constantly connected with God. One is constantly attached to God, and therefore one constantly lives within the world of miracle beyond nature. And this concept of the long nun is also found in the word Aharon. Aharon, as it says in Chassidus, represents the idea of love. And the love of Aharon was even greater than the love of Avraham. And we know that Avraham had a tent that was open from all four sides, and wayfarers would come in, and he would give them food, and then he would ask them to thank Almighty God. However, the love of Aaron was even greater, and this is found in the word Aaron, which means Har, mountain, and also is an acronym for Ahavarabba, a great passionate love for God. And Aaron had the ability to bring this love down to everybody even to those that went outside of the camp, that left the clouds of glory, that wanted to leave Judaism, they wanted to leave Yiddishkeit, Aaron had the ability to go outside of the camp and bring them back in. Because the letter Nun expresses this concept of bringing God and the miracles of God down even to the lowest levels. The bent Nun, the Nun Kafufa, also represents the idea of falling. Nun stands for nephila, or nephil, a falling or a miscarriage. If you look into the famous psalm of the Ashrei, which is recited three times a day on average, we find that the Ashrei is a psalm from King David, and each of the passages of that psalm start off with another letter of the olive base. However, there's one letter that's missing there. That is the letter Nun. The letter Nun is not found as the beginning of a passage in the olive base. And the reason is because the Nun represents, Nefila represents falling and represents the concept of a miscarriage. David HaMelech, King David, was supposed to be a miscarriage. He's called Bar Nefli. And Adam, who is the first human being and also had a neshama kololis, had a general soul, saw that King David was going to die at birth. 
And therefore he gave King David 70 years of his life. So therefore, the letter Nun is removed from the psalm because David wanted to omit the concept of falling. But right after the Nun, you have the letter Samach. Samach is Somech Noflim. God supports those who are fallen. And as the Rebbe's father explains that the word Nais actually represents these two concepts. When do you truly appreciate a miracle? When you are fallen and you think there's no hope and there's no way out and you only see darkness in front of you and according to logic and nature there's no way that you're going to be saved and all of a sudden, boom, you're saved. Something happened miraculously. God supported you. He lifted you up. That's a miracle. That is the meaning of nace. So you first fall and then God picks you up. So the bent over nun represents the falling, the nephilah. The long nun represents going down to that dark place and lifting that person back up. So it's a ness, a miracle, within a miracle. Furthermore, we find that Moses, before he passed away, prayed to God 515 times to bring about the coming of Mashiach. And literally to allow Moses to enter into the land of Israel. And our sages tell us if Moses would have entered into the land of Israel, then it would have been an end to exile and Mashiach would have come. So Moshe Rabbeinu ve'eschanon el Hashem, he prayed 515 times for God to let him into the land of Israel. And the Rebbe explained that in truth, even though God asked Moses to stop praying after 515 times, we must say that Moses continued to pray. Because there's a rule in the Talmud, whatever the host of the house tells you to do, you must follow. Chutz mitzay. Besides the fact, if the host tells you, you should leave. If the host tells you to leave, you don't have to listen. So similarly, Moses is standing in front of God and saying, God, I want to go in, I want to go in, I want to go in. So God says, stop it already, Moshe, enough. 515 times, you're making me crazy. Moshe Rabbeinu continued to pray after that, over and over and over again. And this perhaps is hinted in the fact that Eschanon has the long nun at the end that he continued to pray even after 515 times. And this is a lesson to all of us, that we have to pray every day that God bring about the coming of Mashiach. We have to call out Ad Masai, how much longer must we wait? And to continue to pray over and over and over again, and no doubt that our prayers will very soon be heard. The gematria of Nun is 50. 50 represents a number that is beyond nature. First of all, we find that Moshe Rabbeinu, on the day of his death, was buried at Har Nivo. Har Nibo. Says the Magad of Mezrich that Nibo means Nun Bo. Nun, the letter Nun, which is 50, is there. That on that day, Moses reached the 50th level of Bina of understanding, the highest level of understanding. For man on his own can only reach 49 levels of understanding. And this is also consistent with an interesting passage in the Torah. On one hand, it says that the Jewish people should count seven complete weeks from Passover until Shavuos. 
when God would give them the Torah on Sinai. And then it goes on to say, 50 days shall you count. So is it seven complete weeks, which is 49, or is it 50? And we know every year after Passover, we start to count, or rather the second day of Passover, we begin to count the Omer 49 days. We don't count 50, we only count 49. On the 50th day is Shavuos, when God gives us the Torah. Because the lesson is, man has to do his best. Ma'odecha, your best. And that is 49 levels. You have to refine all your seven attributes. And each of those seven attributes have seven attributes. So when you refine all those 49 levels, and you reach the 49th level of Bina, of understanding, then God gives you a gift of the 50th level, which is the Nun, the 50th level, representing miracle that is beyond time and space, which is beyond nature. Talking about miracles, there's an amazing story that you can see on my encounter on Jewish.tv. The story is that there was a chassin who went into the Rebbe together with his kala, and the Rebbe blessed them with many children. And the name of the family was Weiss. And a few months after she was married, she was not yet pregnant. So, she went to a doctor, and the doctor did an examination, and the doctor said, you know, there's no way you're going to have children. You have an infantile womb. Your womb was never developed, there's no way you can have children. She walks out of the doctor's office and tells her husband what the doctor said. The doctor said, no, there's more than one doctor, we'll go somewhere else. They went to a second doctor, and the second doctor also said, you should know you have an infantile womb, you will never have any children. The husband called up New York, 770, and told the secretary, please convey the message to the Rebbe. The Rebbe heard what the doctor said, and he answered, don't worry, and I will remember you at the, the, the tomb of my father-in-law, and you will see blessing. A short while later, she got pregnant and had her first child. And then a short while after that, a second child and a third child and a fourth child and a fifth child and a sixth child and a seventh child, an eighth and ninth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteen, fourteen children. After fourteen children, Baruch Hashem, they were all healthy and gesund, and they should live long and well. So... Um, the husband says that uh, as you get on in years, so you got to go to the doctor to make sure everything's okay inside. She goes back to the doctor, another doctor. And the doctor looks inside and says, Oy, I see you have an infantile womb. And being that you're an orthodox woman, that must be very difficult. That means you had no children. <laughs> and the wife just kept a straight face. And she walked out and told her husband what happened. And then she asked her husband, what do you think? How is it possible with an infantile womb that we should have so many children? And the husband said, it's obvious. The Rebbe gave you a bracha. The Rebbe gave you a blessing. So we see this is the concept of nun. On one hand, there's a bent over nun, represents nefila, represents falling, represents the concept of a miscarriage, that according to nature, there's no way to have a child. And yet, you bring in the long nun, which goes into a dark place, a place that 
says that things are no good, things are, are contrary to, to happiness and joy. And in that dark place, you're able to manifest God's reality and God's manifestation of joy and happiness and health and long life. So this is the, the message of the letter Nun. And that is that if a person, God forbid, is down, and if a person has difficulty in their life, let them focus on the letter Nun. For the Talmud says, if you have a dream of Hanina, you're going to see miracles of miracles in your life. For Hanina has two Nuns in it. And therefore, by focusing on the letter Nun, this will be a picker-upper to bring you from a state of, of darkness and a state of melancholy to a state of true joy and happiness and Adam Nisi to raise the banner of God beyond nature and to truly expect miracles in your life and to see miracles in everything that you do.